hath risen from the dead. I have returned. Mark my has people. returned. Return my of the people. king. <laughs> um, Not quite as good looking as Vigo Mortensen. How dare you? No offence. Okay. I'll, I was going to put in some witty comment about... Uh, no, no, we'll cut that bit. That's fine. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> cool. Yes. Um, if, if you don't know the score and you didn't listen to episode one and a half, um, we've both been quite unwell. Mark more so. He's won that game. But mm-hmm. um, we needed to take a few more weeks just to sort of get ourselves match fit, um, which is the important thing, because yeah. if you're not match fit, then there's just absolutely no point sitting down recording a podcast. Indeed. Yeah. I but, think we've, uh, we'll have we'll spare you all the gory details, but it's been a pretty rough couple of weeks for both of us. Um, but finally, back on track. Yes, so, let's get going. That, looking at, you know, as always, we, we kind of wing this this thing. We don't really have a, a script as such, but we have notes. And um, as we've been off for, what, three, maybe four weeks by the Something time this silly episode like that. Appeared, um, the notes have been getting longer and longer. So <laughs> there is a lot to cover, some of which is probably going to be already out of date in terms of quote unquote breaking news. Um but we'll, we'll let's just let's just go with it. So I mean the, the only reason people listen to this is for our opinions. So it doesn't matter if it's breaking oh, or yeah. not, let's face it. That's true. They're, yeah. they're here they're here for the uh for the insightful Oh yeah. Insightful opinions. Okay, so first off, the first note that we have here is Squid Game Two is official. And that it's was it. months ago. Oh God Christ, yes. That that was a long time ago. Um so Long story short, great news. Loved, loved Squid Game. Um, I don't think it's really a surprise, right? It was a massive hit last year. I mean, it was okay, but does it warrant a second series? I, I'm not that bothered about what to, what happens now. I'm not. Well, there was a nice little cliffhanger, I guess. But because, um, I think because it's now gained popularity and made all this money, they're like, oh, okay, the Westerners want to watch this. Let's make it another one. Yeah, I think I think the way they ended it, if if it didn't get renewed, that's fine. The main story's been told, um, but obviously the, the the cliffhanger sets up, um, I guess, uh, a way to kind of broaden the story, the kind of explore, I guess, the 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 wider world of of the Squid Games. You know, do, do they happen in other countries? Um, what other kind of former contestants might be now running the show? Um, who's behind it all? That that kind of thing. So I guess there's, eh, I don't care. You know that kind of world building stuff. I always quite enjoy. Um, you know the kind of di- going into the deeper background on on of these kind of things. Um, so I'm, I'm, we'll see. We'll see. I'm open to it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say no. Eh. <laughs> I enjoyed it, but I don't think I care. That's the thing. That is also a valid response. Insight. It is. It is. Okay. So that was a good game. What other things? So while we've been off, um, I've travelled a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Glastonbury Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, first time since the event which we will not talk about, and please remain indoors. The before times. The before times. <clears throat> and I saw some bands that I don't like. I've come back and gone, huh, 
waited two years for that, did I? Did you see any that you did like? Uh, who did I see that I liked? Um. Oh, no, I'm, I'm doing that well. for comedic effect. <laughs> um, my comedy course is available. Anyway, uh, I saw a band called Brass Against, or Brass Against, depending on how common you want to be, and they used to be called Brass Against the Machine. <clears throat> right. Now, those who are musos amongst our listeners might understand, oh, Against the Machine, like Rage Against the Machine. And you'd be correct, because they are a, they were a Rage Against the Machine cover band with brass instruments and a few guitars. Oh, okay. Oh, so right, okay. Right. At like two o'clock on the Saturday, I think it was, or Sunday, I can't remember which day it was, it all blurred into one big day. Um, we were sat in a field listening to Banging Out Testify and mm. with, you know, toot toots and stuff. It was awesome. They were really, really good. She's also the woman that pissed on a, on a person on stage through a few months ago. Um, if you if you wish to Google Brass Against Pissing Woman, that's her. No piss, on that one, no, piss at, no piss at Glastonbury. Okay. Um, but they were really, really good, really surprising. Um, I walked th- past Paul McCartney's set. I went, oh, there's a Beatle, and walked off. I went to see mm-hmm. the Hoosiers, much better. Uh, I saw McFly. I sat. I also sat next to McFly in a cafe. That was pretty cool. Didn't go say hello because they're with their family, and that's my rule. I'm a big super fan when it comes to music, but if they're mm. with their family, I will not. I won't bother them. That's not okay. I, th- I think that's fair. It yeah. always frustrates me when when fans stop you in the road. I get yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've got <laughs> shit to do. No, it's <laughs> no. It, it, I I kind of don't get. You you get you sometimes see posts or videos or or whatever where a quote unquote fan you know will approach a sleb who's just out minding their own business with not even with the family they might just be out minding their own fucking business right and they might ask for a picture or whatever and if they just even politely say look you know i'm, I'm not busy I'm, I'm 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 busy i'm 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 not really got time for kind of thing and then they get all shitty about it and it's like mate they're not on the clock right they're not being paid they're out in their own time. Just let them do their thing, and and I think yeah, I, I, it does annoy me when when some fans get huffy about a celebrity not being like quote unquote working constantly, yeah. just ready to drop everything and pose for a picture kind of. I've thing. never had that. I have. I have. I know those types of people, but mm. if I've met a celebrity or some you know somebody I deem as as famous and I want to meet them, um. I'm usually, oh, you know, big fan, you know, and try and remember some of the work that is coming out just to make them, you know, I kind of want to make myself sound like I'm not just, oh my gosh, I want to meet you. I do mm. take an interest. I, I actually saw, speaking of this, a, a, a video earlier today, I think it was a TikTok video, but I'm not sure where it was from originally, of one of the actors from Strange Things Season 4, which we will discuss later on, um, uh, Jamie Campbell Bower. And is is he's Henry, isn't he? That's right. The Thank the you. orderly. Thank kind you. Of gotcha. Guy. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's him. I don't know how old it is, where it's from, but it, it's he's kind of appearing somewhere, and there's a load of fans around, and I think the one holding the camera says, "You know, can I have a picture with you?" And he leans in and kind of just says to them, "Look, you know." 
I, I, I don't want to be awkward or, or rude, but I'd rather not because if I do one for you, then then everyone else will see and then everyone will want one and it's going to be chaos and there's yeah. so many people around. And I just thought, absolutely the perfect way to, to deal with that is like not saying, no, fuck off, I'm busy, but explaining what really would fucking happen, right? If you pose for one... He's then got 50 other people that he's got to post so for. It's interesting you say that. So at Glastonbury, I didn't mm. see him, but this story has happened three years apart, twice, right? Mm. Mm. Um, my friends, a couple of the last Glastonbury Festival, 2019, um, saw Kit Harrington. Oh, yeah. I went to say, big fan, can we, can we get a selfie? And he said, I am here with my mates. I'll shake your hand, but I don't do that. Sure. I, I heard a couple um, just in the field where we were sat listening to George Ezra um, and they said exactly the same thing. Oh, we saw Keith Harrington. Uh, I didn't recognise him and he said I was from Game of Thrones and I was meant to be impressed. I was like, who have you, have you slept under a rock? Like, Game of Thrones was quite big. <laughs> Don't sound so cocky. You know, shit yeah, about that. Yeah. But he said the same thing. I'll shake your hand. And I was like, that's pretty cool. That's fair. I think. I walked past um, Bill Nye. Um, oh, yeah. at, at, at the train station once and I texted my other half said, oh my god I've just walked past Bill Nye and she went why is the science guy in town I went no no <laughs> the, the squid man from Pirates <laughs> oh yeah it was really weird he was in um, he was in town doing press for oh is it Their Finest is that movie that he was in Rings a Bell yeah yeah he was in town for that and I, I oh, wish yeah. I'd gone to say hello to say I'm a big fan because I'm a huge fan mm. of Bill Nye but uh, yeah, it's 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 weird. It's weird when you see people that you go, oh my god, you're famous in in the in the flesh. Yeah, I mean, not wanting to name drop, but one there was one uh, Christmas um, a few years ago when I did see uh, Christopher Biggins in Biggins Thornton's, in, in Thornton's chocolate shop. Oh, I bet he loves the chocolate, does Biggins? Well, now here's the thing. So he was in Panto in Leeds. Oh no, he wasn't. Oh yes, he was. Oh, and went back. He was buying some huge, big selection boxes to share out with the cast and crew. Oh, isn't that lovely? Isn't that lovely? Ah, I mean, Biggins she probably is some a bit of a twat recently, but. I I don't know these stories, so he's just wow, going to be lovely in my eyes. Anyway, I bet he's a yes, Tory. lovely begins, lovely begins. So Glastonbury, yes, Glastonbury. Uh, Ram Ramstein, have we covered Ramstein? No, we haven't. But thank you for segueing into it. I also went to see Ramstein after a two-year wait, mm. and that was phenomenal. You don't need to know German to enjoy a good Ramstein gig. <laughs> it, but I have to say, it was the only gig that I've been to of recent where there's been dickheads, and annoyingly, oh. they were German. Oh, and they okay. sort of just stood in your personal space. And I'm not kidding, this bloke was like 30 stone. I'm not here to right. to, to body shame. I want to get that out right. there now. But if you're that big and you carry that amount of weight and you are over six foot, yeah. be wary of the vertically challenged people around you. <laughs> Especially just, just, yeah, if you're going to start jumping around. up and down to the rhythm. Because I'm not oh, kidding, Jesus. if he had fallen on my foot, he would have gone through it. Yeah, yeah. And he started, he went in a mosh pit as well. I'm thinking, Christ, I know physics. He's going to flatten someone. Yeah. So that it was a I'll bit, eh. I'll tell you what, um, I, th I think it, it doesn't really matter, to be honest, what size people are. I think, because I, I think, you know, we said a couple of months ago, I, I'd been to a couple of gigs this year. Uh, the second one, which was slow tie, was, was heaving. 
and um, I still can't believe you went to see him. I'm shocked. I, 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 what can I tell you? I enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> but what I didn't enjoy was the absolute weapons-grade bellends <laughs> who just had no consideration for anyone else's fucking personal space and were kind of pushed to the front and then jumping up and down, rushing back, rushing forwards. And I don't care whether you're three foot six or, you know, a seven foot tall, eight foot wide fucking tree trunk, right? Personal space is personal space. Be aware of your fucking surroundings. I agree. Um, And I, I just think it's... I don't want to sound like an old fart, but it's just common courtesy, right? Of course there is. I, I, I like a mosh pit as, ne- as much as the next person. Mm. I don't do it as much as I used to because mm. I'm older now, I have responsibilities. Mm. And I, I do like a good let go of steam and it's it's really good for you, I feel, to let off that bit of bit sure. of anger with and bit of energy with like-minded folk. But sure. there's a courtesy, I feel, of gigs that has just started to disappear. A bit like when we talk about yeah. going to the cinema, it's different now, it's completely different. Mm. You know, my rules are: if someone goes down, you stop, you get them up. If somebody's yeah. a bit, oh, I'm not sure, I want to be in here. You, you go right, let's get you out, and we, we, and you sort of work together with. Yeah, and in in total fairness to to Slotai himself, he did stop several times to to check on people, uh, and and ask people to move back and give space and good for that good for him because he's and, been an absolute cock at some award ceremonies in the oh past. he has he has without a doubt but but there he could see when people were being dicks and he was like right stop everyone move back a bit can you check on your neighbor make sure they're okay and it it, it spot a couple of people who were clearly were not happy and he kind of they'd make a path for them to get out kind of thing you know so, I think it's good when when the act or the band or whoever is aware of that and yeah. calling it out. Yeah, you know, I think it's important, even if they have to stop what they're doing. I think that's important because there have been deaths, right, where people have been just crushed and whatever. Oh, sadly, yeah. And um, you know, everyone's just there to have a bit of fun, but you just get these selfish people who've got just no awareness of the surroundings. I felt this at Glastonbury as well, which is another reason why I didn't necessarily enjoy it. And it was mm. people just have this level of entitlement now that yeah, I sh- I I am I need to I I deserve to be here, and mm-hmm. like there's no thought for the person that stood just minding their own business, and people are th- you know going through you to get to the get from A to yeah. B. That wound yeah. me up. Yeah. And I have patience for these things because, again, I'm a I'm a gig goer. I know what to oh, expect. Yeah. Everyone's there to let the hair down and have fun and all that. I've got and it's hair, like of I've no problem with that. But on on the other hand, just just be aware of other people around exactly. you. Exactly. You know? Anyways, moving to happier news. Yeah. Ghostbusters Afterlife has been greenlit as a well. The sequel has been greenlit. Yay! Yes. Fantastic. I'm really happy about that. It's I think we knew out. it was going to happen. I think we did, but it's always nice to kind of Have get these invited. things official. <laughs> so what is it? December 23, I think it is, isn't Something it? like that, yeah. Um, yes, cool. And it looks like it's going to pick up from the kind of post-credit sequence from Afterlife. Okay. Back in New York in the firehouse. Excellent. Uh, and it also looks like Winston Zedmore's going to be a... a, a Bigger character in it as well. He deserves it. 
I reckon so. Mainly because yeah. he got screwed out of the first film. He did, he did. And even the second, to yeah. be fair, he wasn't exactly, you know, given given a whole ton of stuff to do. I mean, do. I think he needs to have uh, a good film. Absolutely. No, it, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad they've got it. Um, and it'll I be good to... Little Reitman will be writing and directing it. He is, yep. Well, his and dad I'm can't, guess, but... I'm, I'm, I'm guessing it's the... Um, the the main cast from Afterlife are back as well. I guess setting up business back in Grandad's old firehouse, right? Yeah, but they're they're like sixteen. It's going to be weird. Yeah, but Carrie Coon will be there as the mum, and hopefully Paul Rudd will be involved again. Yeah, with his welder Oakley glasses, that still tickles me. <laughs> so no, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm glad they've got a sequel. Um, I really enjoyed Afterlife. I did too. I did too. So I think I think it's great news. Okay, I, I think that there's so many other bits and pieces that we've missed. There's probably not much point trying to, to <laughs> catch up on all the news. But we've both been watching quite a lot of stuff. So I guess. Yeah, I've had COVID. I've not been allowed outside. So yeah, exactly. I've watched a lot of things. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I guess let's cover what we've been watching review not to a spoilery degree but just what did we think etc etc well let's start with the stuff that we've both seen go for it go on so i'll I'll start off slow let's um kenobi's finally finished yes and i thoroughly enjoyed it i think it was probably my favorite star wars series they've put out on disney plus okay um because i think i said it on twitter that the prequels were aimed at my generation with all their CG, blah, blah, blah. And Kenobi picks up that storyline and, mm. you know, jumps straight back into those characters. So for mm-hmm. me, it was, you know, transporting my, my brain back to being like 10, 11 years old, seeing Revenge of the Sith. And, I mean, I love Revenge of the Sith. Attack of the Clones, I don't want to talk about it. But Phantom Menace is brilliant as well, in my opinion. I don't care what people say. For my age at that time, it was awesome. And seeing how Kenobi sort of transitions from this, I can take on anything to this, you know, withered old man that doesn't want anything to do with the Force and with the Jedi, and watch how Vader transforms properly from Anakin to Vader was really cool. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. (laughs) Okay. Um... In terms of the prequels, um, I don't know if I've kind of said this on here before, but this is my thing about the prequels, so we'll get it on record just in case. <laughs> I think the prequels, because we kind of know what's going to happen to Anakin, right? It's not really as, there's not really any peril or mystery no because we know what happens to him i think the more interesting element of the prequels is palpatine's rise to power that's also true how he moves from as a senator through the political kind of machinations and background wheeler dealing and manipulation of other people to gain his power and there's a there's a I think there's a line, I think it's in the third film, in, in Revenge of the Sith, where is it? Natalie Portman's character says something along the lines of, this is how democracy ends with thunderous applause. 
right? Right. Because he's finally twisted everyone to vote in a way that gives him all the power, right? I would have preferred a possibly single film that focused more on that. Partly because I love Ian McDermott as an actor. Oh, yeah. I think I think all his scenes as Palpatine in the prequels are just scenery chewingly brilliant, right? They're just delicious, evil kind of yeah, yeah. thing, right? So I would have preferred a film just focused on his rise to power, which Anakin kind of dips in and out of is almost a, a peripheral character until near the end but anyway i think revenge of the sith is is a very good film I, I do like that i do like that film but that's more interesting arc for me over the over the prequels is is palpatine and his his rise to power kenobi, valid point thank you kenobi i think does a really good job of bridging that gap then between those prequels and you know rogue one and then the original um trilogy i think it kind of i don't know whether it could have done with been a little bit shorter it did feel like some of the episodes were a bit kind of padded um but on the whole i did enjoy it i think when we first spoke about it, the first couple of episodes had, had come out. And I'm I'm glad they brought back Camille Lanjani's character, the the kind of fake Jedi who was kind of ripping people off, pretending he was a, a real Jedi. I'm glad he stuck around. Um, I thought um, I actually grew to be really impressed by the actor playing Leia. I did too. Vivian Lyra Blair was her name, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, she. So she was in Bird Box and We Can Be Heroes. I haven't actually seen oh, okay. her in anything, but right, um, okay. I knew she was in that. Right. Um, I was impressed by the guy who played the Grand Inquisitor, but also mm, um, Rupert Friend. What? What's her face? One of the seventh. This uh, Inquisitor Reva Moses Ingram. Yes. Holy shit! I, I mean, thought she, she, was she faced some horrendous abuse online. For she did doing her job. Yeah, let, let's holy not get into that, shit, was she scary? But she was great. She was. I think she was the standout. Oh, massively. She was of, such of a season. cool character. Definitely the standout. Yeah, she she was fantastic. As I say, um, Vivian Lyra Blair who played Leia. At first, it, she was coming across as so fucking irritating. <laughs> but as the series went on, I kind of I, I tuned into that performance if you know what i mean i could i could she definitely kind of, see that, that it was very obvious that she was leia yes very obvious that she was Leia. there was there was the precociousness that is there in the later films you know um and and i just thought yeah i thought it was good i thought some of the visuals were great you know where there, there were some of the fights were lit only by the lightsaber i loved that and i picked up on that although i did find um, it quite dark when 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 obi-wan went in to rescue leia um, from that torture chamber thing, yeah, it was just pitch black apart from the blade swishing around. Just brilliant. I was just so um, happy to see Vader be an absolute badass. Yeah, and the the their kind of final battle was 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 interesting. Um, 
Hayden Christensen, I'm sorry, still can't act. Eh. He's so flat. What it's just deliveries. Yes, you made me this, man. <laughs> oh God, bless him, bless him. It's a very rich man who can't act. Yeah, you know, I, I wish I was that bad an actor, but just oh God, no. But you know, Jimmy Smith's back again. That was great. Yeah. Even Joe Edgerton, because because his his performance in. What was it, episode when whenever he was first in it, episode two or episode three? I think that was one of his very first films oh, right. 20 odd years ago, right? So to get him back, obviously now he's a far better actor and he's a far bigger actor. So that was great to get him back. And I think it's the same actor playing Ant Baru as well from the films. So that was great. I, yeah, I thought they had some great. I loved Indira Varma as as the double agent. Yeah, you know, yeah, the, she's the a good spy. actress. Um, she was great. I just the, thoroughly the... enjoyed it. I thought it was solid. Oh, yeah. and um, uh, forgive me for not forgive me his name. Ice Cube's son. O'Shea Jackson. Jr. O'Shea Jackson Jr. Oh, he what was a guy! As well, he was, I thought they even those smaller roles. I thought they filled them out. The casting was spot on, absolutely spot on. I, 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 I just thoroughly enjoyed it yeah. from start to finish. I was happy uh, when it ended because if it had dragged out, it would have suffered. But sure. It, it, I don't know I had ev- it had everything in it that I wanted from it, you know? I don't know if I'd say I enjoyed it from start to finish. I think the, the first couple of episodes I really enjoyed. I For me, there was a definite dip in the middle, but the last couple really picked it up again. And at the end... It was like, yeah, that was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, again, then at the end, we had a couple of little sneaky cameos in there, didn't we? We did. Uh, we had some more Palpatine, which is always good. Do it. Because I do it. Do it. Because I fucking love Ian McDermott. And um, what's his chops? Um, Qui-Gon. Oh, of course. I, which... I said from the beginning... We're gonna get Qui Gon in this, and there was the odd time where he was like, "Master, I need to reach you." Mm-hmm. I thought, "Oh, we're gonna we're gonna get it, aren't we?" Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. I saw a a meme of um, Liam Neeson stood in a in a in a desert with like sunglasses and a, and a brolly, and I thought, "Oh, bloody hell, this has been spoilt for me." And he turned up, and I was like, "But I knew it was gonna happen." It was not a surprise, even from episode episode two or episode three, or maybe it's the end of episode one. Mm-hmm. Um, Yoda is speaking to Obi-Wan Kenobi and, you know, I've had a message. Mm. And then Ewan's like, oh, from Master Qui-Gon. So, you know, even from back Mm. 20-odd years ago, they were always hinting at the fact that Qui-Gon could become a higher elevation. Hello there. Hello there. He said that right at the end. He did. (laughs) I I also like that they didn't go in too heavy on, on kind of his interactions with Luke. Yeah, that, that was a bit of a switcheroo, I feel. Because, obviously, in the film, Luke is aware of Ben Kenobi, but not as if they're, like, best mates kind of thing. So I think it was good that they didn't... that they still kept it separate, kind of. Because I thought the trailer made out he was going to be interacting with Luke, and then it was Leia, mm. hence why I mean... It was, that's how it sounds like it was a switcheroo. Yeah. So what I was reading the other day was that... Um, one of the writers on on the series, uh, Stuart Beatty, um, originally 
Obi Wan was planned as a as a film trilogy. Was it? Yeah. Which Stuart Beatty wrote a script for the first film, which was then kind of retconned into the show. I never knew that. So he's credited with story credits on the first couple or three episodes because they use his film script essentially. Right. As as the skeleton of the story, right? So if he's got a, a full trilogy planned out, I wonder if should it get any more seasons, um, they'll then go back to those plans for the other two films. Okay. Um, because he said, uh, when I pitched my Obi-Wan story to Lucasfilm, I said, there's actually three stories here because there's three different ev- evolutions that the character has to make in order to go from Obi-Wan to Ben. Right. And the first one was the first movie, which was the show, which was surrender to the will of the force, transport your will, surrender your will, leave the kid alone. So then the second movie was thinking about where Kenobi ends up. And one of the most powerful and probably the most powerful moment in all of Obi-Wan's story is that moment where he sacrifices himself in A New Hope. So they've obviously got a a plan available for at least, I guess, another couple of seasons on how to move the story up to the point of the original film. Yeah. Uh, they've not announced any more seasons yet, but I'd be stunned if there wasn't another one. I don't know. I think we've had the, you know, the 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 closure of I need to stay away from all this of of Kenobi and and the the yeah, rise yeah. Of, the rise to the dark side that Anakin well he's no longer Anakin as he says in the show. Mm, mm. Um, we've had it. I think it's done. But again, as he's just said. That would have been covered in the first film anyway. I know. So there's clearly more that he had in mind for for two more films, which I'm assuming Lucasfilm have got, you know, should they want to. Yeah, um, I, mean, I don't know. Only time what, will so tell. So if, if they said there's going to be a season two, you're not going to watch it? I mean, shut up. That's obvious. Of course I was. It's, <laughs> it's Ewan McGregor. He's awesome. But do I want it? No. I'm I'm happy with how that ended. It's mm. a bit like Back to mm. the Future 4. We'd love to have a Back to the Future 4, but it would just mm. shit and piss all over the <laughs> brilliant trilogy it was. Right, move on before no. I say something I regret. Oh, okay, go on. <laughs> Touched a nerve. All right. oh, leave Kenobi alone. <laughs> right, what else is out? What else have we seen? Oh, you've watched all of the boys. I did, because... We were talking about... Was it on our Doctor Strange episode? Uh, might have been. And that was a lifetime ago now. It was, wasn't it? And and you mentioned the boys, and I kind of shamefully had to admit that I'd never seen it. Which is okay. That's fine. I've, I've not seen lots, as you know. <laughs> That's true. But I did promise I'd watch it. So I, I did. Um, and I've now, obviously, the the... Last episode of season three has just been released on Amazon, so I am now completely and fully up to date with with the boys. I felt that season one was super strong. Mm-hmm. Series two was okay. Mm. This is series three. Yeah. Series three, I thought was super strong. Mm. Um, two was a bit. Eh, it had to do a lot of travel to get the characters where they are in the beginning of series four. But series yeah. four opens. Sorry, series three. three I mean. 
Series 3 opens so graphic and so grim mm. and it it just delivers and mm. Mm. it's graphic, it's gruesome, it's satirical, it's full of parody mm. and the Homelander is an absolute brilliant villain. Mm. Mm. You no, absolutely I, I, love to hate him. Yes. Overall, as a show, I think it's a fantastic concept. I love the kind of obviously they've got the their equivalents of all the famous superheroes. So they've got a an Aquaman. They've they've got a, a Captain America. They've got a Superman. They've got a Wonder Woman. You know, all that kind of thing. Brilliant. Works fantastically. Um, I I like the idea that. It's all down to a corporation just doing it for money. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, because they can sell merchandise and make films. Merchandising. 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 So I just like that, that it's, you know, it's purely for profit kind of thing. Yeah. And obviously... It's all the owned. First, like, in, yeah. the, in the first season, there's, there's the thing around, you know, um, making supervillains on purpose, yeah, so they can then sell their services to governments around the world, you know, to fix the problem that they've created, kind <laughs> of thing. Yeah. Um, and then there's obviously like touching in this season. What if some of these people were in positions of power in terms of politics as well as business? Um, things around, you know. Um, I don't, I don't want to kind of get spoilery, but no, I don't. Th- I don't think we should. But, but I, I just, I think some of the stuff it covers, some of the ideas it covers, it kind of takes the the kind of well-worn conceits of superheroes and. Just genre. plays with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really well. Definitely, definitely. And it's funny. And it's... It, it's cringy. So it's, violent. <laughs> so violent. Like, it is proper comic book violence on screen. But impressively, um, uh, a lot of practical effects. I noticed that. When you um, look at the, like, the behind-the-scenes stuff, there's a shot... Is it from season two? Where they're in a speedboat. Oh, 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 yes. The speedboat crashes through a whale. Series 2. Yeah. And you think, oh, that's CG, right? But no, they built... (laughs) Well, no, I can raise you. (laughs) There's a character in Series 3 who enters another character through an appendage. And I'm watching this going, I wonder if they got an actor to wiggle through that bit appendage. Oh, yes, they did. They did, yeah. (laughs) And and built a corridor of uh, internal penis. Ah, Just brilliant. Awesome. Just brilliant. And um, I, I, one thing I did notice because it was one of the criticisms that I was that I was kind of aware of in in general was um, Carl Urban's accent. Oh, it's incredible, isn't it? <laughs> one word for it. <laughs> so, one thing I did notice watching them all back to back is that over the three seasons, it has improved. I'm surprised he can't do one because he's, you know, he's only from New Zealand. That's not exactly a. You that's not too so, far away from you? Britain, accent-wise. You, you would think so. The other thing 
it's only an adaptation of the comics. So could they not have just changed it to a New Zealand character? Uh, it would, it so he didn't matter, have it? to try an accent or an Australian character, so at least it may be a bit easier for him. Do you know what my favourite part in this series was is when they do a flashback to Butcher's childhood. Mm. And even those two kids, who may or may not be British, their accent is still from the school of Dick Van Dyke English talking. Oh, they are not British. It's awful! <laughs> Call blimey but... Billy the Butcher! You know, oh, it's... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I think... Brilliant. Just fantastic. And, again, no spoilers, but, but the way the season ended with certain characters where they end up is where they end up who's left alive shit's gonna hit the fan in series four more than it already has do we know if that's like gonna be the last one it should be with the way that this series sort of ends with some of the consequences let's say i think it does like seem like it's setting things up isn't it yeah but i just want to add before to to draw this bit to a close uh still Mm. a big fan of jack quaid and he's wicked he is brilliant More, more of him please yeah, absolutely. He's such I, a fun I, actor. I think the only thing I've seen him in is Scream. See, I don't. I'd seen him in The Boys, so right. You know, but he is he is great. He is great. Anyway, moving on. Okay, go on then. What else have we? What got? else should we have a look at? Uh, only Murders is back. One of my favourite TV shows of all time. It's back. It's funnier than the first series already oh, in my book. So good. What and episode are we on now? Are we on episode four? Oh God, I don't know, but it's just brilliant. I just, I, 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 I just want it to all be out. I'm, I'm itching I'm, to find out what's going on. I know you're not a fan of Amy Schumer, but correct. <laughs> the, the the way they've used her, I think is great. I think she's very good as a version. I'm not a fan particularly. Don't get me wrong, but but she's very good playing like a a version of her. Um, and I just look. I've always liked how kind of meta it is, but this season, the fact that her character wants to buy the rights to the podcast to turn it into a streaming TV show <laughs> about the podcast. <laughs> right? Sure, it's just it stuff like that, and and there are. And can you know? And I don't want to sound patronising, right? But the fact that, that a writer of Steve Martin's vintage, let's say, is so kind of can be so in tune with like the kind of modern media tropes and 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 uh, habits and so on, I think is very clever. And there's things I've noticed where I think when you know when the title of the episode comes up. It's like the title on like your Spotify screen kind yeah. of thing, right? I think if you look at the time displayed on the episode, it's, it's actually legit. The, it's the actual time that yeah. that has passed so far, kind of thing. I just think it's so clever. The the episode like, of um, of Bunny's backstory I found quite sad, and and Bunny's that, last day. It was, but but still really funny. There's bits oh, in yeah. that that. Again, it's the performances. You get the casting right on stuff like this. It's quality. 
it, it takes care of itself then, doesn't it? You One know? thing I found, and I, I, I said to my other half whilst we were watching it, in the first series I felt Steve Martin wasn't really being like a Steve Martin type character. He was miserable, mm. he was quiet, mm. until towards the end. In this one I feel he's Steve Martin straight away. Yes. And, I, and I'm enjoying yeah. that more. Yeah. You know, even in Father of the Bride, he's not this silly, loud character. Mm. But he's a bit bubbly. He's a, yeah. You know, whereas... Martin Short is just Martin Short. Oh, he, there's every t- every now and again I can hear him slipping into his his character from Father of the Bride when he goes all big and verbose and <laughs> yeah. I forgot his Franck. Franck. <laughs> he, th- th- there was a, there was a scene he's acting. I think it was in series one where he's doing a play and he does an accent. And other half yeah. of it, that's Franck. And I'm like, what do you mean Franck? Went, You've not seen Father of the Bride. And then we had to watch both of them back to back over a weekend. <laughs> But it's just it's quality. I wish I wish Disney Plus moved to a Netflix model at times to drop it all, because I I'm just know, eager. But, but then you'd watch it all, and then what would you do? I'd move on to the next thing, Mark. There's there's so <laughs> much to watch. I I think it's such a great show, and I th- I think we said it when we talk about the first season, is that you can you can tell genuinely that that Steve Martin and and Martin Short. Martin, you can you can tell genuinely that Steve Martin and Martin Short love each other. They're oh yeah, they, they've worked together for friends. this long, and and you know they they work they do stand up stuff they do they've done so many things like on stage together and films and things, and they they bounce off each other perfectly. And, and, and throwing what, in Selena Gomez, who yeah, I can't because, say I know much of her of her of her pedigree but she's holding her own in this cast of big legends i think that was one of those big surprises of the first season because i i don't really know anything about her and at first i thought that's an odd combination yeah but her i think she because she's got that kind of millennial kind of sarcasm thing perfect which is a great balance to their old school kind of delivery and, and attitude in terms of the, not just the, their actual performance as actors but the characters style as well and she fits right in she's she's the a perfect fit with those two old guys is this young <laughs> character who's like dealing with a couple of old granddads kind of things like she's the grown up yeah. and they're the excitable idiots including cats <laughs> I just thought, oh, I'm loving it. Yeah. You're right. I think it's one of my favourite things. Yeah, agreed. Uh, and and it's so it's hard to get good comedy these days. Yeah. And they're delivering. They are. I like it who they done it anyway. Absolutely. Like Knives Out was a fantastic movie, and the sequel's coming to that in December this year to Netflix. Yep. And again, that wasn't particularly. It wasn't a comedy. It was it had funny moments, but it was a good mm. who done it. Mm. Um, you know, look at Clue classic mm-hmm. whodunit comedy it's mm-hmm. brilliant and yeah. this one is a classic whodunit with oodles of comedy thrown in and and it genuinely you don't know who done it nah, <laughs> it I'm, genuinely I'm keep just, you guessing yeah yeah because obviously the, the last one was was wrapped up neatly and we know who killed um 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 tim tim yeah we know who killed tim we still don't know who killed the cat we don't well maybe maybe the, the Maybe Bunny found the cat killer, <gasps> and it's the cat killer keeping her quiet. 
Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Okay. You've, you've got Westworld's written down. Mm. Now, is that airing yet? Yep. Ah, where? Yeah, we are three episodes in now. Oh, you're joking. Where? No. no where? No. On Sky. Ah. I don't have Sky. I thought you did. No, I've got Virgin Media at the oh, moment. That's a shame. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's, it, have you seen the previous season? Yeah, I'm a big Westworld fan. Yeah, okay. Not enough to have Sky, of course, but... No, obviously, well, don't talk to me then, you amateur. <laughs> um, it's... I, I think the first season of Westworld is one of the best seasons of science fiction Agreed. television ever made. Agreed. Perfection. Perfection. The second season was good. But it was missing like, bits of the first. It like was. It, it was missing the, the anarchy of the first series, in my opinion. Yeah. But but it built some of that background again, a bit about world building, which I which I do like. I think the third season. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll I'll quote you. I can quote for you there. Pile of wank Go. is what I would describe series three as. Okay. It nearly put me off the show. I found it a struggle to to get through. I did too. Um, I really did. I I main... considered not watching it from. Mm. I think when they started talking about the supercomputer and that it was all being run from here all the time, I was like, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, piss off. Yeah, I think I think mainly because it was like I just I just don't see where they're going with this. It's lost I, the I, it, it's lost the point of like it's no it's no longer in Westworld. It's no longer that's right about it really. That's right, but. What will I say about season four? Right, right, okay. So let, let's 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 pitch it back to me to get me back into it without giving okay. anything away. Maybe maybe that's the way of reviewing it. Okay. Based on the first three episodes that I've seen, then we pick up. I think it's about eight or nine years after the end of season three. Oh right, okay. So, if I recall rightly, um, Caleb, which I think is is uh, Aaron. Aaron Paul's Taylor character. John, Aaron Paul, sorry. Aaron Paul's character activates or whatever Re- Rohoboam, the supercomputer, and effectively kind of resets the world in in whatever way that did its thing. Um, the hosts that were left kind of ended up going underground to, to some degree. Um and it's now eight years later. Oh, I, can't, I don't know even if I can kind of put it without spo- spoiling things. I mean, Dolores is back, but not Dolores. She's a different character who is now um, a storyline writer for for a video game company. Does she know that she used to be Dolores? And this is just another character she's performing to stay safe and undetected. Or is this Dolores's body that's with its memory completely wiped and a new personality installed? We don't know yet. Um, Maeve is back. She's been hiding out, laying low. It's still good old Maeve that we know and love. Um... The man in black is back, William. 
I've realised I've been on mute. I've been going, do you want to stop talking and stop spoiling it? <laughs> I didn't realise I was on mute. What a dick. Well, I'm not spoiling anything yet. No, just, just stop. This is all... Stop. This is all just stuff in the first three episodes. There are familiar faces back. I'll restart that, okay. No, I've already That's heard fine. it. It's pointless. Well, not for the listeners. Uh, fuck the listeners. It's for me now. <laughs> There are familiar faces. Stop talking! Back Why are you still talking? That may or may not be the same characters <laughs> we've seen before. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> right, moving on. Oh, I'm so annoyed I was Watch on it. mute. Watch it. I've it's good. Fucking will. I've got a source sky. Anyway, uh, I could watch it on Now TV, but we all know the the bit rate of Now TV is gash. Uh, but that, we're not going to go true. into that. Well, that's true. Okay, let's let's again. We're we're coming up to about an hour, so let's let's knock through something. Uh, just quickly, Oliver, one line, please, on everything, everywhere, all at once. Loved it. Brilliant. Yep. It's the multiverse film that I had hoped Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness would be. Yes, and that's how you sold it to me, um, mm. was if you were disappointed with the multiverses that they went to in Doctor Strange, watch this. And it was awesome. Absolutely mm. awesome. Mm. Um, looking forward to watching that again. Yeah. Okay, uh, cool. that was good. You've seen Lightyear? I've yet to see yep. it. It's fine. It's not top-tier Pixar, but it's funny, has its moments. Yeah, it was fine. Good. That, good enough for me. Uh, okay, okay right, let's spend the last sort of like 10, 15 minutes really going into this now. Again, we won't, mm. we, we won't spoil it, but Stranger Things Series 4 has finally finished. Mm-hmm. And <coughs> holy shit, was it worth the investment. Mm. It's, you know, every episode's over an hour... And mm-hmm. part one of the finale, I think, is like an hour 20. And then the finale mm-hmm. is like two hours 10 or something like that. Two, two and a half. Two and a half. And mm-hmm. I did feel the finale was too long. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. as an 80s horror fan, there's so many references in that series that I, you just you can pick up on so easily. Um, there's Nightmare on Elm Street references, Friday 13th, Halloween, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and other just like 80s stuff. <sighs> Loved it. Absolutely. Mm. The effects were incredible. There was heavy metal in it. Oh, so good. It was really good. Um, You're right. That that first half of the season um, was epic. I would say not always in a good way. Um, Some of it felt a little bit dragged out. But, yes, that last episode brought everything together um really well the um setup for season five the kind of cliffhanger it worked really well to get everyone back together in the way that that all kind of came came in um, yeah agreed agreed so it, it's kind of getting the pieces in place right for for the final season so our characters have kind of rejoined regrouped, regrouped. um there's a I... nice bit of a cliffhanger ending. Uh, interestingly, the Duffer brothers have said that season five will involve a time jump forward a, f- a few years. Huh. Are they going to do like an it thing where they oh. cast the olders? Oh, so they, so they have a dual storyline going on. Well, possibly, but if they're doing a time jump, they'll do like they did in It. They cast the older cast. 
Yeah. And they, like you say, yeah, you see bits of the younger stuff, and then in chapter two, don't you, you see the older stuff, and they, they sort of flip between the two. That'd be a cool way of doing it, because obviously you could have, you could kind of jump forward a few years, because ultimately they've got to jump forward a little bit, because some of the actors are just looking old, way older than the characters. <laughs> I, there, right? I thought this. Bloody so Will. I think, I think, Will's fooling no one with that five o'clock shadow. Exactly. I think the basics are just like, they need to, <laughs> because, yeah. They're just they need to, but they could play with it a little bit and do it its style, where they maybe have a kind of story split across two time periods. That's what I think they'll do, to be honest. Yeah, they could do. That'd be interesting. Um, so it was great. I loved it. Yeah, yeah I'm going back I'm, to season four. Yeah, um, looking forward to the next the, bit. The, the the one thing I think just kind of took its time was was the whole Hopper storyline, getting him out. Oh, I'd agree. Um, that I felt dragged. I think that could have been told. I, I know it needed to, I know the ending of it needed to line up event wise with everything else that was going on, but I would have maybe not started that bit of the story quite so early, if you know what I mean. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, maybe if they'd have left the, him until maybe halfway through the season and his bit then could have felt a little bit more urgent and pacey yeah he got st- um, well he got stuck quite a lot and then had to keep going yeah uh, yeah it doesn't matter it felt a bit spread out it felt a bit thin spreading his bit out over the whole season there it lacked a bit of urgency if they'd have left him until say halfway through and then kicked off his bit because the ending needed to, to line up in terms of what he was doing. I actually, I actually really, really, really liked his reuniting, his moment of reunite, reunite, oh, it doesn't matter. Reunition. I, my COVID brain. <laughs> when he reunited with L, I really, yes, really enjoyed that. Was that. that was lovely. I, I don't get me, his his bit, his storyline, I thought was fine. I just thought it dragged a bit. I loved the, I keep forgetting the guy's name. The 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 the. The guy who's helping Winona Wider. Winona, Winona Wider. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Winona, uh, Murray. Murray. I He's love brilliant. his character. I love his character. His, the his, uh, his kung fu stuff was yes. so fun. Yeah. I thought he's great. I liked him pretending to be the Russian pilot. <laughs> yeah. With a other Russian pilot is gagged. And yeah, like, I forgot. At the time, I was like, why is that guy walking around with a mask? I completely forgot that, he was gagged under there. Like That whole bit I thought was brilliant. Right? Oh. I loved the guy from Game of Thrones who was playing the guard. Again, a casting I didn't clock until some... Well, I see somebody. The person I watched it with who sat next to me, my other half, was like, oh, I know who that is. I was like, who is it? It's from Game of Thrones. The man of faceless, faceless man. I was like, that's it. Oh, yeah. Um, so I loved... The actual... That storyline itself, part of it, I did really enjoy. I just felt it could have been compressed into fewer episodes. I completely agree. I completely agree. You know? It was... It was a great. It was a great story for yeah. getting where they need to get. Yeah, the effects were brilliant. Yeah, pacing, eh? Like you say, could have sped up and chopped yeah. up a bit. But in in, um, in the sense of drawing Stranger Things to a conclusion, it's set up really nicely now. Mm. You get a lot the, of answers 
given, but you're also getting yeah. a whole new bunch of questions. Oh, Christ, yeah, yeah. But I, I do like how you see it all looping back yeah. to the first season and, and clearly, you know, it's all been going on all the time without them realising it kind of thing. I thought the one the one that surprised me in terms of characters is the pizza guy. Oh, God, yeah. Right. I generally really can't stand stoner characters. No, I swear I don't like Kevin Hart in any of his films. Kevin Hart? Oh, my God. Kevin Smith. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, Kevin Hart, that that guy from famous talking really slowly like a stoner. Sorry. Yes, I can't stand that kind of angle. Um, but I think because of the, 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 the actor's kind of charisma really won me over. Oh, really? Okay. Really. At first, it was like long hair, and he's like, oh, dude. Oh, dude. Oh, Christ, not another one of these ones, right? But by the end of it, I thought he's actually a really likable character. He was a, a proper character, a character that was needed as well. It was because it's someone to it. fresh to the team. No, no, no. I mean, he was integral to the solution of the series. Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I meant. But yeah, yeah. But just in general, I think as a new face and a bit of a, a different vibe, uh, yeah, a different yeah. kind of character. But but yeah, just that whole thing of like, how much salt do you need? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, and I, and, and I did know they branched out to the desert. My dude. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, that was the and, poshest and... my dude I think I've ever heard. Of. And, you're, <laughs> and you're from Leeds. You're fooling no one, son. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but yeah, I just... He would. I was ready to really hate his character, um, but in the end, I just think because of the, I just think the charisma of the performance just won me over, I and I ended up was, really liking him. I was disappointed the body count wasn't higher than I expected it to be. Yeah. However, series I, five can do that. Yeah, yeah. I think um, we lost because the. I think uh, again trying not any spoilers most of the character in fact if not all of the characters who died were all new characters true but i thought we were going to get some oldies uh gone oh we had a, there were a couple of oldie ones who died weren't there yeah but but yes the stakes for the legacy characters i think needed to be higher because we had, you know, a really, I'm trying to avoid spoilers, a really popular new character who became one of the main characters in the season then dies. Yeah. Right? Which is a shame, because that's a character you'd kind of like to see going forward. I, I enjoyed them. Um, but then why... I would have felt a little bit more peril if one of the original characters had died. Massively agree. Do you know what I mean? Just to feel a little bit more oh shit, this is serious kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit like the, like Game of Thrones used to do, didn't it? You you know, they build up this character that's like, nope, dead, no one's safe, sorry. Mm, mm. But again, I, we, we digress. Uh, nice but on the, whole, on the whole, <clears throat> I thought it was a little bit baggy in places but by the time the final episode came around, I thought it really worked and ended. Yeah, massively, really well. massively agree. 
And I think, what, it's going to be a couple of years before the next season? I, I, I don't know. Have they given a time frame? I thought they had. I think they're going to rush to get it out for the kids' sake. Do you reckon? Yeah, I reckon it'll be next year. Maybe maybe October-ish next year sounds good, because it's around Halloween, maybe. Mm. Let's just let, let, let's see if we can do a fact check. I don't think it's been confirmed. Looking on the Forbes article now. Uh, no, there's been nothing confirmed. Some David Harbour uh-huh. has been quoted as saying he thinks they'll shoot it next year. So they're writing it this year. What, and shoot it? Oh, so it'll film probably it next be out mid-24. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Fair enough. Yeah. It's Which good. Is, I'm ready for it to finish. Yeah. I've enjoyed where we've got to, but I'm 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 done with Stranger Things now. Absolutely, but if if they they can stick the landing, um, I think it 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 should work out as a great yeah a great cool. show. All right, was that there wasn't anything a else? bad? Go- well, there is. There's loads of stuff, but if yes, if we if man. we if we really catch up on the last few months, we're going to be here for two hours. Nobody needs that. I don't want that this personally. Is this is true. I think that's the main stuff. I think it is. I we think can, it is. We can catch up on the rest of it, especially like you know the likes of Top Gun Two. I haven't seen it yet, so I'll. Oh, okay. Thor: okay. Love and Thunder. It's only been out a few days, Mark. Let's you know we're not we're not cutting edge as you used to say. <laughs> uh, bleeding edge. Sorry. Um, okay. Miss yeah. Marvel. I think finishes next week. Good. Um, so we. <laughs> oh, a bit rude. <laughs> oh, so can, it's okay. So we can talk about that one next time. Uh huh. Um, and we'll we'll do a topic next time. And yeah, let's, yeah. Let's we'll, go back we'll, to the roots of why you got into this stuff. Let's get into steelbooks next time. Oh, cool. Okay. Let's do it. We've got all those notes that have been there for months. This is true. This is true. Okay, we'll go with steelbooks. Let's talk about steelbooks Brilliant. next week. Well, if you've, right. if you if you've listened, thank you. If you haven't, yes. bollocks to you. We don't care. We're gonna do it anyway. Um, get in touch. <laughs> yeah, do the usual stuff. We're we're not quite match fit. We're nearly there. But we're back, bitches. Yeah, boy. <laughs> so yeah, whether in, you like it or not. Yeah, we, we, that's that. Right, the Culture Trumpet Podcast. Whether you like it or not, that's the tagline, isn't it? Do you know what? I think we've got a new slogan. Yeah. Whether you like it or not. Whether you like it or not, we're gonna come down your ears. <laughs> oh, not like that. Now then, come on. No, 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 no. Thank you. But yeah, get, get in touch. Give give us some stuff to talk about. Give us some feedback. All the good yep. stuff. Like subscribe, share it with your mates, share it with your enemies. Um, yeah. I hear, I hear they're using episode four as a interrogation uh, technique these days. Oh yeah, breaking down, breaking down the. I can't uh, even remember what episode four was. Should I find out and see which four. one they're using? The last revelation, episode four. Yeah, but can you remember what we talked about in that? Oh, I'm just trying to find out. <laughs> Because because we went with a point of trying to be witty with the with sequel names of films as the episode titles, and yeah, now we've gone to quotes. That didn't last long, did it? No, so uh, yeah. no. Actual episode four. Sorry, season one, episode four was uh, we talked about Star Trek Discovery. Yep. Darkness's new album, Hawkeye. Wow. Ghostbusters Afterlife. What? We had a quiz. I, good, oh. good, that's good for torture. We talked about fandom. Oh, perfect device of torture. I didn't even Yay. look that up. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Anyway, we'll, right. we'll see you all next time. Well, we'll, we won't see you. I, why do I keep fucking saying that? We're, we're so far into this now. We won't see you at all. You'd think you'd have got the hang of this by now. Ah, oh, I, don't, I don't get it. Anyway, you'll listen amateurs, to us next time. I'm surrounded by amateurs. I just can't get the staff. Uh, no. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>